Welcome back to Grunts and Appalachia. This is John Kramer. G- Brandon McGuire. Grand, oh. Grandin McGuire. I almost said gorgeous. I was going to say gorgeous <laughs> George isn't here. And I came out Grandin McGuire. Yeah, so. it was Grandin. That's the new guy. Well, here we are. Um, we don't have gorgeous George with us today. He is. Uh, I dropped the ball and didn't get the SD card over here in time for Brandon and gorgeous George to do an episode yesterday. So here we are on a Monday afternoon. Crunch time, baby. There we are. Crunch time. Uh, there's some interesting things going on, though. Uh, the 101st Screaming Eagle Airborne Division is uh, on the border of Ukraine now. Don't know what's up with that. Yeah, John was telling me about that earlier. That's huh. That's huge. Yeah, I wonder if that's, I don't know. You know, that makes me kind of want to talk about the capabilities of different branches. And going into Ukraine, if, if we do go into Ukraine... I think it's interesting because there's two different things going on right now with China and Taiwan and then Ukraine and Russia. And the Ukraine-Russian thing, that's 100% an army conflict. Land-based. But it's also, I mean, they have all those seaports there too. Well, a lot of their ports were in Crimea, I think, and that's owned by Russia now. So I think predominantly it's a land war. That's what the army's geared for. Yeah. I mean, you you guys are set up for that. If we have to go... And do anything with Taiwan and China, that's that's a Marine Corps yeah. Yeah, it's, capability I mean, it's, type of thing. It's setting up uh, just as World War II was where, you know, the you have the European theater, which is Army-based, and you have the Pacific theater, Marine, Marine Corps. Corps-based. Yeah, yeah, it's like, it's hmm. It. hmm. Yeah. Looks, sure. We've seen this before. Yeah, yeah, right, right. I watch all those shows. You ever watch those uh, World War II in color stuff on Netflix? I, I never have. God, uh, I love them. I, I love never, them. I've never watched any of that stuff. But. I got into the – I can't remember the guy's name, but he's a very well-known veteran, and he's an operator that's been on numerous shows. Um, beast of a guy, but he did a show – he was one of the one of the people on the show, Hunting Hitler. Mm-hmm. And Hunting Hitler, basically, they go into Germany – and they go around all over Europe, all over South America, and trying to figure out where Hitler went, or if he died, or what happened. Yeah. And man, when you watch that show, all you think is, okay, Hitler made it to Argentina, and it's it's insane yeah. how they how they traced it all back and all the different routes he could have taken. I I, I got to look the guy's name up real quick because everybody's gonna know him if you know anything about veterans. The guy is an absolute beast. I'd, I'd love to. Uh, I'd love to meet him someday. Yeah. Well, and that's, you know, the Hunter first being there, they're part of 18th Airborne Corps, which is, you know, huge, very huge. So, you know, if anything goes down, there's, they have just about everything they can throw at you. Oh, just yeah. Just from the 18th Airborne Corps. Tim Kennedy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Tim Kennedy's the one who's on, on hunting Hitler. And, and I mean, as long as we got guys like that out there, I think we're all right. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure we're just fine. But like you said, they're like three miles from the border. Mm-hmm. So, it's kind of like if you want to poke the bear, we're right here type situation. Yeah. Which, you know, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's, that whole thing is, it's been over a year now, right? No, I think it kicked off in May. Oh, okay. I think I think they actually invaded in May. So April year, or May. a year ago we were dealing with the Afghanistan retrograde, right? Yeah, if you want to call it Because that. that was in August, or and then they were out by September 11th, but we were still feeling it in October last year. Oh, yeah, well, I mean, we still have American citizens there, so. Yeah. And then we went right to Ukraine, and that seems like that's kind of fallen off. And it's, you know, 
this stuff kind of falls off. Do you think it's, it's do you think it's falling off because of what's happening? I mean, if Ukraine was doing great things right now against Russia, do you think it'd be falling off on the media, or do you think it's falling <sighs> off because the, the? I don't know. I mean, and I I have my theory on this whole thing. I I think my theory is that Russia sent in their like national guard equivalent of the military. You know what I mean? They sent in, you know, the guys who have twenty year old vehicles, twenty year old everything. You know. Not they didn't send the Spetsnaz in, and to wreck shop. You know what I mean? It was, it, it seemed like it was just like, oh, I think they're weak. I'll send in my National Guard with all their old vehicles, and then didn't work out. And now it looks stupid. Yeah. So he's like, oh, I need to do something else. Well, I, I mean, I, I think I think they theory. I think they accomplished what they wanted to accomplish. I mean, they took over three different regions: the Donbass, the Crimean, and Kherson. And I know they're gearing up for a big offensive in the Kherson here. Pretty soon, but but that's not what you hear about. You know, right now, all all I saw on the news since it's been on behind us was elections, early elections, elections. Early. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, man. And tapping, and you know, that's another thing. We got elections coming up, so everybody, don't get hoodwinked by the stuff that's going on. They're going to throw things out there, and I don't care if you're Republican or Democrat. They're going to throw things out there that are just weird. Um, tapping into strategic oil reserve, trying to get oil prices down so that gas price gas prices aren't so high. It's not a good thing to do. They've got to do something because they're trying to keep keep people in office. But yeah. it's not a good thing for us to tap well, our, our reserves. I mean, it's it's almost like COVID. Okay, it's I don't think it's a I don't think it's fake. I think it is real. I think it is a virus that people get. But to think last weekend I was at the Chiefs Bills game, right? And there's a hundred thousand people there. No one has a mask on. Everyone's yelling, spit bubbles as loud as they can across the people in front of them. Including Brandon. Including me, for sure. And it's, I didn't hear of, you know, 60,000 people who were at that game getting COVID and are now on ventilators. I don't hear anything about it. It's like no one got COVID there. And there's 100,000 people there. You know, I, I just, I don't see how, how, how this thing is still alive. Well, I can tell you how it's still alive. There's reports coming out. I believe it was up in Massachusetts, and I think we already talked about this, where they developed a new strain of COVID that that kills 80% of mice they put it in. Why? <laughs> Why are we doing that? Yeah. It, that doesn't make any sense. I think we need to just let it go, let it run its course, and be done. Yeah. Be done, just like the flu. You I know mean, at the end of the day, I mean, with the true transparency for the podcast, I've had COVID like four or five times. I've had it twice. You know what I mean? It's And it was always man, I'm just kind of tired today. Like, I'm really hungover is how I felt. And it was like, oh, no, you have COVID. And then a day later, I was fine. Yeah. And for, for strong people, people that are that are physically fit and don't have weaker and immune, weakened immune systems, it's not a big deal. Sure. It just isn't. But I guess for some people, it, I mean, some people, obviously people have died. Right. And we're not going to, I'm not going to say anything bad about that. I mean, it just it, it is what it is. Like get, a, and that goes back. I think we talked about it on a podcast over a year ago where the dude wrecked a motorcycle on the bridge. Yeah. And that his cause of death was COVID. Like, no, <laughs> yeah, the cause what? of death was going off the bridge at 80 miles an hour. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hey, stop. Snacks is wanting to be part of the show today. Yeah, Snacks is our uh, podcast guest today. Oh, well, Snackers. You give him a nice bone, and he just wants a stick. That's all yeah. he wants. He just yeah. wants to find a stick outside. He left the femur out back. So now he's ready to fight. Yeah. <laughs> he's, uh -uh. Oh, 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 oh he's getting serious. Get now. it, buddy. Um, I 
celebrated my 16th wedding anniversary yesterday, yeah. and that was uh, that was pretty inter- pretty interesting. We went over to Ashland, Kentucky, and we ate at the mill for brunch, and then we went up to the Winchester and sat outside for about four hours, hanging out with some friends and just having a good time. And it was it was a nice nice time just to be able to hang out. The the weather's beautiful right now. We got a nice warm day today. It is. It's, it's amazing out. This was the craziest year, though, for, for transitioning from summer to fall. We had one 90-degree day, and then after that, it just dropped, yep. and it was and, done. And, and now, it was we're, done. now we're back up in the 80s, yeah. you know what I mean? And it's, I mean, we played – we did football here yesterday and did cornhole outside, and I was in jeans. Like, oh, my God, I'm sweating, you know? <laughs> I'm pasty white and sweating in the sun. It yeah, was, and, the, and the one time we don't podcast on a Sunday, Brandon has like 10 people here, yeah. cooks amazing food. I Christina made an awesome cheese ball. I had a bunch of people here ready to do the podcast, too. Like, Allie's dying to do it because we did the one that didn't record. Oh, that sucks. So man. she was she's dying to do it. They said they're going to have someone come on as the voice of snacks. The voice of snacks. <laughs> you that, know what I mean? that should be good. Like that's our new guest is someone's always here who's the voice for of snacks. snacks, yeah. That'd be great. I can't wait to hear what they say when he's humping his pillow. Yeah. Yeah, well you see his girlfriend <laughs> over there on his bed right now. Yeah. <laughs> snacks has the ultimate Snacks has the ultimate blow up doll. It's his it's his cushion. So if you ever do come down to McGuire's Pub and you sit on the couch, probably stay away from the cushions yeah, or, the, the, I, or the pillows. I'll tell you what, though. This was probably the hottest bar in Huntington on Saturday because not only did we have the pay-per-view UFC fight going, we also had the Marshall game going. I don't think there was another bar in Huntington that had both. I, w- I ran into a bunch of Marshall football players after the game when they got back from Virginia, and I didn't even know that Marshall played over the weekend. They were, I said, well, how'd it go? Apparently, Owen Porter killed it. Crazy game. I mean, killed Crazy it. Crazy game, yep. Had like six sacks or something like that? Uh, I think two and a half sacks, six tackles for loss, so many pressures. I mean, he absolutely killed it. And they were talking on the live broadcast, they were talking about him a lot. That's awesome. So that's that's really cool to see a hometown kid do, yeah. do some great shit. Shout out to Owen Porter. I, I, Owen, I've known you since you were a little kid, man. I'm, I'm impressed with what you're doing. And just keep on doing it, man. You're from what I understand. I've talked to a couple of the coaches down at Marshall. They say he's one of the hardest workers. Yep. On There's, in the entire program. He's 100% go 100% of the time. Oh uh, yeah, all the time. And he's like that. He's like that in his regular life too. I mean, the guy's a. He's very high strung, which is fine with me. I think it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. What a good kid, man. Hey, great kid. Now you got a you got a game you're going to today, right? Yeah, out in uh, geez, Herbert Hoover High School, so Spring Valley JV team. Elkview. Yeah, I'm still undefeated, so we'll see what happens tonight. Liam's got a got himself about 15 touchdowns on the season so far, so that's awesome. We'll see if we can add to it tonight. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, we also went down to Greenbow Lake. I did it on Saturday with the family, and if you haven't been out there, that's a that is a very clean lake. Where's that at? It's about 40 minutes from Huntington, and. You get you can either get there from Grayson, Kentucky, or you can take an offshoot and get on the double A and go a, a back road, which is a pretty nice ride right now with the leaves the way they look. But the lake super clean. Boats. They, you put boats and stuff out there or Yeah, it? there's there's people on boats, but I think it's one of those very low like kinda like Beach Fork. Like yeah, kinda nine point nine. Yeah, it's very, very low horsepower because the lake's not very wide. It's yeah. a pretty it's a pretty small lake in comparison to like something like Cave Run. Um but they had these massive trees. We, we took a trail. Well, we went we went hiking for a little while, and they got an eleven mile loop out there. 
and I was hoping to make the right turn to not have to do the 11 mile loop <laughs> because my family's not really geared for an 11 mile sure. hike. So I made the right call. We, 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 uh, we went down the other way on the trail, hit the lake and they got a, It's a really cool little trail. It doesn't even look like you're in Kentucky. I mean, it's a little, um, I guess you'd call it clay trail. Yeah. And you're right on the lake and they got these massive trees that have fallen down into the lake. You can walk down into them. And you're like 30 feet into the lake. Oh, wow. And you can sit there if you got polarized glasses and look at the uh, fish. And, and the kids really enjoyed it. Great place to go if you got a family. Go check out Greenbow Lake. Go on the hikes. they got a lodge there that you can eat food at or stay the night if you want. It's like a hotel. It's pretty sick. So I, I was, something I thought about this weekend was uh, I want to petition America to have a veteran festival. Yes. You know what I mean? So – and. I just think of this, like there's so many festivals that happen, you know, in, in town here across the country. And I feel like the veterans get a day where you can go get, you know, 50% off at Applebee's or something, but it's not really celebrated. You know what I mean? Like, why, you know, Chili Fest is a pretty big thing here. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why couldn't we do a, some sort of veterans festival, you know, on Veterans Day or on the Sunday before Veterans? It's something, I, I just think that Veterans Day should be more than it is. I think we have a very good platform to do it right here in West Virginia, seeming that 10% of our population are all veteran. So it's something that's actually in the works. We're, we're working with a couple people and we're working on the venue that, that has given us the okay, which I'm not going to name yet. Sure. As we're a year away, but we're looking at doing it next year. We're looking at You know, like vet fest. Okay. Vet fest. Boom. There it is. It's on or around veterans day. And you have, I would say a parade. I don't see why most towns can't do a parade and a, a festival, you know, oh, there's a classic car show. There's this, there's this, but there's so many veterans who've, you know, a lot of them have given up so much of their life to serve their country. And they get the one day where they can eat at Applebee's where I feel like, I don't know how many of the chili festivals have, you know, gone off and fought war and done the things that other people don't want to do. But that we celebrate that we have hot dog festival, chili festival. I mean, there's so many different festivals across the country that I think at some point we really have to look at look at look at the Vietnam vets. You know, they're in their 70s now. You know, the World War II vets are few and far between at this point. And then you have this huge global war on terrorism. You know, Gulf War. Or our generation's been doing it for 20 years, right? Huh? So, you know, 20 years at war, not you know. A, Oh, I served a year. I did this. And like, no, 20 years I would serve that war. That's pretty crazy. You know, for someone to get out and not have a parade every day for them is pretty ridiculous. But to not even have an actual festival, you know, I mean, Veterans Day is a day where no one does anything. You know, hey, happy Vets Day. You're a veteran, right? You know, yeah. that, that's all you get. I mean, how about a little bit of love for these guys who guys and gals who well, I feel like we, we have parades. We have festivals for just about everything in America. Yep. And I'm sure there are towns out there that have veteran parades and Fourth of July parades. And they kind of they, I think they kind of wrap them into that one thing. And it's it's Independence Day where Independence Day is celebrating the birth of a nation. Sure. We should have a day where we have parades and, and a festival for right. well, you the guys that did it. Right. Fourth of July is huge. And that's awesome. You know, that's a very patriotic day. But what about since that day in 1776, how many people how many human beings have fought for this country and they 
you know, I, I just feel like it's overlooked a little bit. You know, I, I, I think I think we should do more. I think I, I would like to get involved with an organization that maybe does more and some reach out, some, you know, not just for the, to get the word out, but also for myself. You know, I think it would help myself. Well, like I said, we're we're gonna gear up and we're gonna we're gonna hit it hard here first of the year. We're gonna sit down with a couple guys that have a lot of intel on how to do it, how to schedule it, how to do the programming for everything, and hopefully by next year, October, November time frame, we will have the first vet fest in the Huntington Tri-State area. Stop snacks. And hopefully it gets a good turnout. Oh, and it looks like snacks is involved. Snacks He's ready is in, for that. Man. He's in. He's ready for that. We'll have to skydive in with one of the dudes. We'll have him strap in and get a jump under his belt. <laughs> so, I don't, so on a not-so-serious note, I'd like to talk about cornhole. Oh, here we go. I what? suck at cornhole. But the thing is, is I, I feel like it's – was it created in Appalachia? I wouldn't doubt it. I feel like it was. And, and you know, someone let us know if you're a cornhole player and you're listening. Let us know. I, I think it's, it's, it's this region. It's like a regional thing. Because I had never heard of it, and then in the military, someone from Kentucky played cornhole. Well, we all played we all played horseshoes right. in the military, right? So, it, and the cornhole came out. So, it, recently, I started playing cornhole. It's been about five weeks, and uh, I'm looking for suggestions on cornhole bags, cornhole bag company. Because there's no, I feel like that market, like everyone plays cornhole. You know what I mean? Everywhere you go, you see people playing cornhole, but there's you can't go to a store and buy cornhole stuff. Well, the cool thing about cornhole, too, is that you don't have to have a hammer and knock down a big pin like you do in mm -hmm. horseshoes. You throw a couple of boards out there and you yeah, get some it's, it's portable. It's portable fun everywhere you go. But on top of that, uh, there's there's not a place where you can go to get, like, the ACL bags. You know what I mean? The actual league, like the whatever it is, the corn, American Cornhole League, I am assume it stands for. But they got to be <laughs> ACL certified bags to play all this stuff acl certified boards you can't just go to a local store anywhere around here you have to order it all online and i looked up i looked up online the other day um actual cornhole boards that you can get that are uh what's the word i'm looking for um like in individualized yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. dude it's expensive yeah like 400 bucks yeah you're talking like 400 yeah, bucks yeah. for a professional grade yeah. cornhole board yeah and That's it's insane. A, but it's funny because we played on my boards yesterday, and they're like cheap, you know, Dick Sporting Goods, $60 package boards, and they're totally different than we play when we go do the league because those are ACL boards with ACL bags. You know, well, I don't want to practice with some shit here and then show up there and I still suck. Well, yeah, that's like playing. That's like if you're in a pool league and you play on a barroom table versus an a, a Olympic league table. Yeah. It's a completely different game. Right. So I'm just, you know, I, I know there's listeners out there who probably play. I'd love some feedback on the site. You know, let us know what, what bags you like and why, because I, I want to go buy some new bags, but I can't go to a store and touch anything. It, it's just a blind shooting in the dark on the Internet. Like, OK, I'll get these. They look cool. You know, are they cool? Or are they good? Well, I mean, you're playing every Thursday, so you could always use somebody else's bags and find out where they got them and order them I'm that sure. way. Yeah. I mean, that's probably your best bet. Yeah, yeah. And try it on before you spend the money. Yeah. I learned my uh, backyard area right here is not uh, conducive to cornhole because it's uh, very <laughs> uneven. It's not very flat. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's a problem in West Virginia, period. It, we it don't really have much is. flat land. It really is. I've got enough flat land in my front yard where I could, I could do cornhole, at <laughs> least cornhole. Yeah. I don't know about I don't know about like 
we can shoot there. We can do cornhole there. But well, and you got to have twenty seven feet. So, you know, where's twenty seven feet of flat property in West Appalachia? Yeah, you know? yeah, it's all mountainside. Yeah. It's all mountainside. And you know, that's interesting that we're talking about that because the Native Americans considered this entire region that we live in to be hunting ground, not livable. They'd come in here, they'd hunt, yeah. and that's the only reason they came in. And because you could go to Kentucky where it's flat. Bingo. Yeah. Or Ohio, go over the river yeah. where you can actually yeah. grow things and yeah. not have to not have to be nomadic. Yeah. That's pretty wild. And here we are living here in the non-living hunting grounds. Yeah, the non-living hunting grounds <laughs> of Appalachia, which I love it. I think it's beautiful. And the, the hunting is pretty good. You know, a lot of people don't realize this, but we used to have elk here. And we also used to have... What's the other what's the other animal that we had here that's a large large animal that's for that people love to hunt? We had two two different kinds caribou, of animals. Caribou maybe. Not caribou. Moose. I don't think it was moose. But but uh they've reinstituted elk in the southern part of the state and in Kentucky. They're doing well in Kentucky. In West Virginia, I think they just posted that they had their first year of, of babies being born. Oh yeah. But they're bringing in western elk and the western elk are a lot bigger than the elk that we had here native so i don't know if it's gonna work out or not yeah i'm sure everything i mean in the midwest you know the deer if you hit a deer where i'm from in kansas oh god your car's gone yeah and here it's like you guys have mule deer out there too we we have whitetail we i mean we have uh, everything's out there yeah and you hit a, a deer they're huge where you hit a deer here and it's like oh yeah i had two deer on the it's way like to work today it's like yeah. a dalmatian it really is yeah it's pretty um, wild it's like a snacks if he doesn't stop i just don't understand why they why they jump into your car mm. i mean i the only time i've ever hit a deer in which i didn't hit the deer the deer hit me was getting off the interstate and the deer jumped into the side of my car yeah, well and so here's what i'll talk about so i live in a subdivision right and there is it's flooded with deer i mean in the three or four years i've lived in this subdivision the population has tripled or quadrupled and people are they have feeders out for them and they're pretty but they're also nuisance at this point because they all bed down behind my house in this creek area and they're i mean there's over 30 deer i mean i have pictures of snacks laying down next to a deer who's laying down because they're not scared of anything yeah and that's where it really becomes a nuisance where you're driving through the neighborhood they won't get out of the road or i don't know They'd speaking st- of which i was on a service call last week i think i told you about this i got attacked by geese yeah and these geese there was five geese and about 10 ducks sitting in the middle of the road (laughs) and they would not move they wouldn't even stand up so i got my truck close enough i've dealt with geese before and they're not nice yeah and these were domesticated geese they're the white ones not the not the ones that are like canadian geese not flying down or whatever i get out of my truck and i go up to nudge one of them and they attack i mean they're snapping at me they're (laughs) biting at me flapping their wings and a lady pulls up across from me, and she's probably 20 feet away, and she's just laughing. So I go back and get my phone. I'm like, well, I'm going to film this. So they're going to attack me. It's, yeah. I mean, whatever. So I start filming, and they start moving, but one goose was just like, nah, bro. This ain't happening. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he was all over me for the almost the entire encounter until I finally had to just boot him off the road. <laughs> Man, they're mean. Yeah. Those are some mean yeah, little I got, creatures. I got bit by a, a, a goose when I was a kid. Like, I was probably 10 years old, and it bit me like right on my trap. <laughs> And it was horrible. It was, I mean, I was 10 years old. I got beat by this thing that was almost my height. You know what I mean? And it was just like, right there on my, it, it got me. We have an argument in my house, which would win? A six foot tall silverback gorilla or a six foot tall chicken? Male chicken. Well, you got to think the horns. 
claws the, on that chicken. It's, 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 it's the, the, what are they called? The spurs. Yeah. If you take a six-foot-tall chicken, they're going to have a nine-inch spur. Like a rooster, spur. six-foot-tall yeah. rooster. They're going to have a nine-inch spur. I'd like to watch that. It'd be like Peter Griffin and the chicken. Oh, my gosh, man. It'd be, it'd be insane. Chickens don't have any fear. They don't care. Well, isn't there – what are those big – animal there's these big birds not ostrich emu not emu maybe it's an emu, emu. i don't know it's something and they're like a huge chicken with like the spur yeah they're scary man they are scary they're very scary i, I, I don't I, fool with i have a like scar that. on my arm right here from uh his dew claw you know what i mean <laughs> when he was a little puppy he just ran across me and his dew claw caught me and it was like a little razor blade so i couldn't imagine like a six-foot rooster Ugh. Well, we had we had a, a big barred rock rooster years ago when my, my oldest son was young. And this chicken probably weighed 15 pounds. He was a big chicken. And he would wait for my young for my oldest son to come out of the house, and he'd just wait for him. And he would stalk him. What? Yeah, finish that first. He would stalk him, and then he would attack him as soon as he walked up the hill. It was insane. Jesus. But aside from chickens and gorillas... Uh, this is the perfect time of the year to get out and do something outside, whether it's by yourself, with your kids, with your family, whatever. It's beautiful. The weather's amazing. Snacks agrees. Get outside, man. Do something. Do something. Get outside. It's beautiful. Uh, put down the, the pumpkin spice latte, you know, and do something. <laughs> pumpkin spice latte. Well, yeah. It's, because it really is, a, you know, pumpkin season where everyone's, apparently everything has, has to be pumpkin right now. Yep. I, I don't get it. And there's another thing that's really cool in this area that goes on till October 31st, and they're not open on Mondays and Tuesdays, but Grits Farm up in, uh, I think it's the Buffalo area where JC and them live. Yeah. Uh, they, they put on an amazing outdoor event for people and families to come to, and you can get your pumpkins there right off the land. You can go out in the pumpkin patch, pick one. You walk in. If you got little kids, I highly recommend going. They've got these massive corn boxes the kids can play in slides yep. uh big tricycles you can take a hay ride up to the top of the mountain and do a, a big corn maze it's an amazing place to go so I, can i hit on that with this did you know there's another halloween movie out no yeah like the jason Voorhees, like jamie lee curtis halloween oh my gosh so this what is that like 20 dude well i mean how many years have been going on 50 I mean, since the 70s. It's in, well, almost 50 years. Yeah. It? That's so, insane. And it's, I just don't get how every time they kill him, he still comes back. That's because he's, he's already dead when they're killing him. <laughs> I mean, I guess. I mean, the dudes, he should be coming at him with a walker at this point. Well, I mean, I remember one of them where he had worms in his face and stuff. Mm -hmm. You would think that the guy's flesh would have already been eaten and he'd be no, gone. I think that dude, I think the one with the worms was the other dude, the uh the Freddy? Michael Myers. Oh, Michael Myers. Okay. Friday the Thirteenth guy. No, Friday the Thirteenth. The Friday the Thirteenth. Jason. Nightmare on Elm Street is Freddy Krueger. Yeah. Halloween is. Halloween is Michael Myers, and then. Oh yeah yeah. yeah. And okay. then the okay. Other Jason one. Voorhees is the. So Michael Myers. This Halloween it just keeps going, and they're good. I don't want to say they're not good. Like the last one, it was like a flashback, or not a flashback, but it was like Jamie Lee Curtis, who's like been in this house in the woods like preparing for him to return and i won i had all my plan worked and i killed him well then it's like nah i'm <laughs> just kidding he's back jamie Lee curtis is always having to kill somebody yeah always always dude oh my god and she's and she's dude that's a bad woman yeah. that woman 
is one of the only females in Hollywood that has not had any kind of surgery at all. Like she's yeah. just who she is. Yeah. And we look, we were talking about her the other day in, in the car and I think she's 63. That's it. Yeah. I'm, I'm serious. No, she's, I think she's 63 years old, which is wild because in Hollywood at 63, you still look like you're 40 with all the surgeries that go on. And she looks a legitimate, Older than 63 because she's never she's done it. 63, you're yeah. absolutely correct. Yeah, we looked it up the other day. I, I couldn't believe it because she looks a lot older than that now. And the first one came out in 1978, so it's 40, oh, man. 44 years because that's when I was born. That's insane. And she's – the new one – let me see what the new one's called. It's ha ha Halloween something. I, you know, obviously Halloween Well, I mean, it's, it's spooky movie season. It's awesome camping weather. It's awesome bonfire weather. Everything about this time of the year is just great. It's called Halloween Ends. Halloween Ends? So this, it, is this going to be the last one, how it ends? Uh, gosh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Four years after his last encounter, Michael Myers is trying to finish. I don't know. He's he's, <laughs> he's always trying to finish Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. It's just not going to happen, man. Just let it go, Mike. Golly. Let it go. Yeah, seriously, move on, bro. When I was younger, and they would talk about Michael Myers, the only one I could think of for Michael Myers was, uh, what was what was the funny like the Austin Powers? Austin dude? Powers, yeah. yeah. Wayne's World. Austin. Wayne's World, yeah. Like that that guy. I was oh like, no, Austin, or Mike Myers. Mike Myers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Golly, <laughs> we're old. we're pretty old, man. Well, I mean, we're getting up there. I mean, uh, we're we're definitely middle age at least. I just, I, if anyone's seen this Halloween movie, let me know if he dies. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure he does, and I'm sure he's coming back for for a. I don't even know what you would call it. It's not a sequel anymore. It's just a running. Yeah. It's a running joke at this point. There's so many of them. Didn't he like fight Freddy Krueger in one? Dude, they something? had one in space. I think. There was oh one where they God. were on a space shuttle. I believe. I, I <laughs> of never watched it. He made it, his way. Yeah, he made his way all the way to space, man. That's that's what you get from these uh, crazy psycho killers though, that come out of lakes. They wind up getting on spaceships. All right, how many Halloween movies? A lot, just it's a lot. Yeah, I'm trying to look. Probably, if I'm gonna guess, I'm gonna say at least twelve. Thirteen. Oh man, I was off by one. Thirteen. So this is this is number fourteen that's coming out. I, I assume. Cause wow. I, yeah. <laughs> how many? Dude, times? they're going. They're going longer. They're going longer than uh, Fast and the Furious. Yeah, but you gotta think though. When did Fast and the Furious start? Ninety eight, ninety nine. No, no. The first 2000? one. The first one came out. I think oh one. Okay, so they're they got they got youth on their side. You know yeah, what I, mean? I mean, and they've already done what they nine can or still, ten. They can still put out another thirty five more of them. And right, they're, they're they've right done there. What nine or ten? Then Something the last like Fast and Furious, they were in driving uh, cars in space. What? Like a Tesla? <laughs> yeah, no, it was like they put some rockets on a car and threw it in space, and dude was duct taping his scuba suit up to breathe oh oxygen in gosh. space. He's like, I got my dry suit, I'm good. Yeah, I, I, I don't know where they go after that. I mean, um, you're in space, homie. Maybe they should be racing submarines. I, I well, the, I think the one before that, they destroyed a submarine with cars. Shut up, man. Yes. <laughs> Yes, they're like racing these cars. I quit watching them after the, after like the second one. But they're like on these cars in the Arctic, and the submarine pops up, and like they blow up the submarine with the cars <laughs> because it turned from street racers like stealing shit to I think right around five or somewhere in there where they're working with the cops helping. Right, yeah. like the Rock came in and he's the badass law enforcement guy chasing these dudes, but then they get hired 
and now they're. Let me ask you this: I don't know if you ever saw. I never saw it, but was Hobbs and Shaw was that a that kickoff? Was, that was from a spinoff. Yeah, okay, no. I couldn't remember if that was a spinoff or not. Well, you know, we got another one with the Rock that just came out. The Black, Black Adam. Black Adam. Yeah. For that's, DC. And that fits in. Oh, DC universe. Yeah, that's DC universe. Not Marvel. Not Marvel. Okay. That makes me kind of not want to watch it, because I've just never been a big fan of DC movies. Well, I, I feel like they try to do all the cinematic. Like the, whatever it was, Superman versus Batman. Maybe it was that one where like, and it had the the nerdy kid who was uh, the Facebook guy in that movie. I don't I don't remember that. So who's oh, the fa- oh yeah yeah that's Superman versus Batman. It's some social media conglomerate guy. Yeah, it was like the Google. It was the Google guy. It was the guy. No, it was the actor who played the Facebook guy Zuckerberg in that movie about how he created Facebook. I thought it was Google though. I can't remember. I don't know. It, it, it was. It's the actor from the seventies, or the part from the seventies, like Superman's arch nemesis. Okay. But like, it was so like just him walking down a hall to see the spaceship was like five minutes long with this music. Like it was like, all right, well you overdid it. And then they re-released it with like the original director's cut, and it was like three and a half hours. <laughs> you know the thing with DC and Marvel. I know people that are hardcore. Batman fans. I mean, they will talk so much trash about how intelligent he is, how strong he is, and how he would definitely beat Superman with his intelligence. And all I could think is when I watched that movie, when when Superman punches him in his metal face mask and his face mask breaks in half, I'm like, dude, you're not getting up from that. Right. Like, you're you're done. Oh, did you see the new Batman? No, I haven't seen the new Batman. The one with the Twilight dude? No, I haven't seen that one. Uh, It's good because it's a different take on it. It's like Batman's more of like a detective. Okay. Then like a beating everyone up every scene. Like he's a detective the most of the time and he's really super smart and great detective. But his car is like a 67. Like it's not a tank. You know what I mean? He's yeah. got like a badass Batmobile. I think we need to put a poll up though on, on the Grunts page and ask Marvel or DC. Marvel or DC and then also. And why? Also who's your favorite Batman I think that's a I think that's a great way to argue. I think I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna have to go back for my favorite Batman. I'm gonna have to go back to my childhood, and I'm gonna have to think about the first movies that came out that were legit. And I can only remember the guy's Michael name. Keaton. Michael Keaton. Yeah. yeah, Michael Keaton. He was he was good, and they were solid. I, I was listening to something that we're talking about how he wasn't the first pick. He wasn't the first, and then he got shit on for it, and then like, uh, what's his face? The Val Kilmer. Well, that one sucked. George Clooney sucked. Sucked, yeah. Those all sucked. And then all of a sudden, like the Batman Begins. Oh, dude. With, yeah, uh, he killed it, man. The he American killed it. American Psycho dude, Christian yeah, Bale. Yeah, Christian Bale. He, he crushed it. Those three were really good. And then Ben Affleck came in. And I think Ben Affleck's done a good job, but, you know, the basis of Batman versus Superman is he yells his mom's name and. Superman's like, that's my mom's name too. We're best friends. Like, you know, what I mean? like, you guys were just trying to kill we're, each other. We're besties now. Yeah. So yeah, but anyway, you know, Ben Affleck, and that's what it, I was talking about. It was an interview with him where they named him Batman, and everyone shit on him. Yeah. But they did the same thing to Michael Keaton. They did well, they the do the same thing to everybody yeah. that comes into that role because the role was it, it becomes such a beloved role for whoever has it. Kind of like 007. Yeah. Where everyone's like, well, he'll never be as good as so-and-so. Oh, sure. And then they come out, yeah. and you're like, okay, well, this is legit. you know. Right. And, and people need to realize that while Batman is supposed to be the same person, 007 is just a, an agent's number. Yep. So it can be anything. It can be anybody. Yep. And I think that's where you get into the, the lines of 
you can allow a female, you can allow any race, any color, any, anything to be 007. Sure. And people can't really complain about it because it's whoever is going to fill that role. Right. That's where I think Hollywood needs to look at that role and, and make it a little less traditionalized because that's a role they can. Well, and it was, it was very big when, uh, you know, one of the last dudes took it and he was like blonde hair, blue eyed. Remember? Yeah. Whatever. Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig, but he was a phenomenal actor. Phenomenal. And he's jacked and he was doing this parkour and it like changed the face of James Vaughn. Well, it, went, it went more from being s smooth and sexy to being hard and, and, yeah. and action based. Sure. But, you know, it, when I was, I remember being younger and like Pierce Bronson came and it was like, oh, he's going to be terrible. And he, I thought he was great. He was amazing. You know, uh, he falls in that genre of being smooth and sexy. Yeah, and er, but everyone who's ever watched any double James Bond movies, it's they're all good. They are. You know, they're all good. The Daniel Craig ones are a lot more action. I mean, like it almost went with like a Mission Impossible type feel. Mm hmm. No, it, it, you're very correct on that. I think it did go that way, and I think they're all great movies. I mean, you can go all the way back to the original 007, which I can't remember the guy's name. It's it's that the Scottish dude. No, it's the one right before him. Oh, um, there was one before was, him. I thought the same thing. I yeah. thought it was. Uh, I can't remember his name off the top of my head right now. Um, Sean Connery. Yeah. Sean Connery, I believe, was number two. There was oh, a guy okay. right before him that did, I think, two or three of them, and then Sean Connery took over the 007 role. Yeah. And Sean Connery, though, everybody wants to equate Sean Connery as being the greatest 007. Well, for his time, he was. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's why they put him in there. But we're getting, well, man, we're way off topic. Yeah, we went down that <laughs> rabbit hole. Started with Halloween, now we're talking about James Bond. James Bond. <laughs> Shaken, not stood. Yeah. <laughs> what a cool guy, though, man. Yeah, he is, man. Everybody wants to be him when they're a kid. Yep. But, hey, man, hey, this podcast we had to kind of throw together pretty quickly because yeah. uh, we, we, we missed this one with me being uh, kept down all day yesterday doing anniversary stuff with the wife and uh, not delivering the SD card. Sorry about that, fellas. No, I think we're not bad for a Monday afternoon. No, it's <laughs> like, not bad. Obviously, we're there's no editing needed because no. we, we're not a 12-pack of beers in. Yeah. It's, it's kind of tame, but hey, we love entertaining you guys. We love coming into your ears and uh, let you uh, let you hear stuff that we have to say. So keep on listening, and we're going to keep on filling it. Grunts and Appalachia out. out.